Hey listeners, this is your host, Brother X. I've come to you guys before today's episode, and I wanted to just make sure I put the disclaimer out here. Nothing crazy happened in today's episode, but I want to make sure that it's clear that all views and opinions that are expressed in this week's discussion are of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions or thoughts of the Truth and Transparency podcast. With that being said, guys, let's get started with today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Truth and Transparency Podcast with your host, Brother X, and the ultimate, the most awesome, the phenomenal, Lee Culture Science. That's what we're doing? That's what we're on? Did a, you want me to bring the energy or no? I mean, I put a ring on it and, that, and that's what we do now. You have no cooth. You don't know how to act. I love you. Did you use that word on purpose? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But here on the Truth and Transparency Podcast, we talk openly and honestly about everything in between, why people can't get right in 2023. And um, first and foremost, we want to take a quick moment before I introduce our guests and everybody else. Uh, we want to acknowledge all the stuff that's going on in the Middle East with with Pakistan, with the Pakistanian. Nope, I'm sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Smith. Palestinians and the Isra- in the is- Israel and Israel. Israel. Hamas and Palestine, yeah. Yeah. Um, we do acknowledge what is going on over there. I know we hadn't talked about it last week on the podcast, but we want to make sure that you guys are aware that we do recognize it, but we as educated adults recognize when we are not educated enough on the subject to speak on it fluently and to give it the proper platform, we don't want to misconstrue what is going on when there's already a lot of mixed messages in both social media and other platforms. So our thoughts and our prayers do go out to those people who pray for peace and a positive and a healthy resolution to the situation. Um, additionally, we want to make sure we also acknowledge the loss of life from young man, um, uh, Queen C. Wallace's first name again? Jalen. Jalen Burns. Burns. Yeah, Jalen Burns, the um, young man uh, who's a member of five, uh, not, oh, I'm sorry, member of Alpha Phi Alpha. Um, he was, his life was taken from him, unfortunately, during Jackson State's homecoming. Um, he was shot. Um, people, it, I know it's homecoming season, but please, please, please be careful. People who come with no intentions but bad ones, just stay home. I'm not saying to go find somewhere else, but just stay home. It's not worth it. Why take someone's life when everybody's trying to have a positive and enjoyous occasion, man? But um, with that out of the way, I want to make sure we go ahead and introduce our guest. Thank you, Queen C, for the save on the name. Um, did you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, sure, I, I, I'm honored that there's no nicknames, nothing. Uh, I, I, I feel it'll be rude if I said something right after that. So I'm, I'm, I'm letting it slide this okay. week. All right. Anyway, listeners, it's your girl Queen C back again. Sixty-one and a half inches of fluff and fun. And yeah, y'all, y'all just prepare for some of these uh stories for now, mind you. Yeah, it, it's going to go there. Um, you know him, you love him. He repping the real HU on his shirt right now. Mr. Smith, introduce yourself. Hampton University, you already know. For you, Howard Bison, a.k.a. Dog Park University, we still love y'all. But no. Anywho, uh, it's your favorite, 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 Mr. Smith, also known as the Sound by a Poppy, also known as Mr. J. Cole. Yeah. Jermaine. Yeah. Cole. Yes. 
And I want to thank the listeners for the comments, the plays, the subscriptions. Keep feeding us. We'll keep feeding y'all. Number one, shout out to the Chaotic Culture Podcast for all the show this love and support. Keep running those numbers up for them and for us. Number two, I meant I meant to say this last week, but um, Drake. <laughs> that album was mid as hell, bro. <laughs> we did not need it. How about you... <laughs> he, he is no longer Drake. He's Aubrey. And so he gives me a quality album. He is Aubrey. And and let's let's be clear. I'm not a Drake hater. I kind of look at Drake, and I hate to say it like this, but it's true. I look at Drake, Kendrick, Cole, Tyler, the creator. There's probably one more that I can't think of right now. Colin. Mm. No, no, no. Don't do that. He got no, no, no. coming out he, on Friday. He does, okay. but, but again, I like his mixtapes more. I like his albums. Okay, that's a fair assessment. That's fair. All right. But, you know, when they come out, it's like, okay, everything stopped. You know, let me go ahead and, and give it a listen. And um, out of what twenty something tracks, I could listen to probably five. It's not good. So at this point, bro, just relax. There's no point. You said what? I said just take a break. Yeah, just, just, just. I mean, I understand you got to appeal to a whole bunch of masses. You sing, you rap. You can do a little bit of reggae. Horribly. I mean, you can do a little, uh, you know, you no know, patois, whatever. It, it just no, just stop. Just no, um, and yeah, no, and for that matter, let's let's make the record be clear. And I texted uh, both uh, brother X and Drewski as soon as I heard it. J Cole washed the fuck out of you on that track. Press linen on a Sunday morning. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't even close, bro. It, it wasn't close. That's J Cole track featuring Drake. That's what yeah. it is. How about yeah. I say, dog? <laughs> How about I say, listeners? I need you to understand. J. Cole, about two or three years ago, said, Feed Me Beats. He has murdered every feature he has been on the last three years running. So if you want a hot song, put J. Cole on it. If you want it to not be your song anymore, put J. Cole on it. Oh, and... um, what, conversation bias? Just maybe. Just maybe. But speaking of J. Cole, real quick, I'm going to commandeer your spot for just a moment. Um, This is my plug right now. Listeners, if you are supporters of Dreamville Fest, they started posting stuff again on their social Why media. Are you telling them? We're going to get our tickets regardless. Are we not? Are. are you my person? May I may I try to help out some people? Um, just be on the lookout because they're probably going to drop a date soon for the event. Mr. Smith. So um, I, I'm going to be a culture scientist, angry translator. Nigga. If you don't say anything, we get it cheaper. So hush and let us get it first. And this is my translator. Uh, where were we when the tickets dropped the first day? I mean, we were getting them, got it. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> Anywho, the last thing I'll bring up, listeners. Um, shout out to the unspoken black language. Black people, you know when you see another black person and you see some crazy shit and you can literally look at the black person and they look back at you and you've had an entire conversation without saying a word. Well, um, insert these uh, news reporters from the South Carolina State Fair on WIS-10. There's a porter named Jalen Tart who was trying a uh, state fair, I guess, uh, Polish sausage. And his response and Judy Gatson's response silently makes the entire clip. Just listen. Out of this Polish dog and see and see what this is all about. Here. Let me get a bite of this. Sure. 
Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Man, this is really good, man. Thank you so much for coming on the coming on the show today, man. And back to everyone. Back to you. Bring back a hot dog for everyone, Jalen. <laughs> Jalen's having a great time out at the fair. You can head out to the fair until October 22nd, and it's going to be a great time. And so, so, I just want you to understand, and listeners, I know the audio doesn't do it justice. You have to watch the video. When I tell you this man was fighting for his life, eating that damn Polish sausage, and he, he had to, you know, he had to code switch real quick and be like, oh, man, this is so good. I don't want to mess up your thing. I want you to get your business. You know, thank you for appreciation. And he looks at the camera. And the camera, and you remember the movie Get Out where Homeboy got the flash and looked up and was like, don't get out. That was his look. And Judy literally had to look away. Like, her face was in the camera. But her eyes was like, oh, if I look at this camera, I'm going to say everything. But, her, but all the black people was like, Judy, we, we see you. We know what you're saying. You're like, oh, dang. You just had to, mm, you know what? Let me go ahead and be professional. The, the fair will be from this time to this time. And I and to that, I say, I love being black. It is such a great time. <laughs> it, it's dangerous as hell, but it's cool. Uh, Queen C, real quick. First off, Judy ain't shit for that look. <laughs> she, she, oh, Jayla's having a great time. No, he's not. He looked like he eating a Popeye's biscuit. No water. <laughs> With no water. My boy is struggling. Send help. He's still chewing on that bite of sausage right now. So, mm -mm. That's why he should have stuck to hot links, not pull the sausage, man. But that's the conversation for another cookout. Um, before we go any further, we must go ahead and do a mental health check-in. You know, it's our time when we check to see where everybody's at with the mentals. We're going to start off with Mr. Smith this time. How are you doing? You know, I am getting slightly back to equilibrium. Like, it's been, uh, I'm not going to say rough. It's just been strenuous. Like, work's been picking up and uh, trying to help with some uh, other, I mean, I guess, activities. No, I don't want to use activities. We'll just say other jobs that I'm dealing with around the house and all that. Just trying to get everything together because, you know, people, cuffing season is here. So, niggas in the house, as soon as homecoming is done, you ain't going to see me out again. That's just what it's going to be. Um, but, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually excited. You know, I, I get to see folks that I haven't seen in maybe a year, maybe two, maybe three. I mean, hell, somebody the last time yoked my ass up that I ain't seen in six years and was like... Oh my gosh, it's so great to see you. And I'm like, ooh, you got scrimped. Um, no. <laughs> but uh, the uh, Cat Williams from Friday. <laughs> you is too strong. Hot as a boy, Damon. <laughs> you are not in prison anymore, Damon. Um, but no, overall, I'm I'm in a better headspace. I'm I'm looking forward to being with my peoples, getting getting some of those uh drinks that I said last week that apparently I was giving away too many trade secrets to thanks to Brother X. So uh um, wait, 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 am I getting blamed for again? You told me the last time that I talked about um, uh, Colorado State being HBCU, and I said they don't have insert thing here. You said, "Oh, wait, I'm giving away too many trade secrets." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. 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 Carry so, on. I, so you know, you, you redacted, learn from redacted. redacted. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you you learn from your mistakes, and you just like so. I'm gonna get that. I did this self bleep, and um, yeah. Outside of that, looking forward to getting, you know, getting jumping. And listen, you can't see me, but I'm like bouncing in my seat because I'm looking forward to it. Because, you know, nigga like me don't go outside like that. So once this is done, I'm going to be a bear and hibernate. 
Fair enough, fair enough. Quincy, how you feeling, man? Cha. Cha. I'm tired. Thing is, I'm tired. I'm so <laughs> mad that that was the first thing I thought of when she said, child, truth is, I'm tired. I, I thought to sing it, but I've done that before, so I wouldn't go do it again. So I just, I'm trying to do things, you know, my sister's birthday is coming up. Scorpio season is coming. I know oh, a man. lot of Scorpios. Shout out, Mr. Smith. You want to force exceptions. <laughs> but try to get ready for that uh get ready for homecoming things are picking up at my job because we're starting end of year reviews and the damn karen won't leave me alone leave me alone karen just just leave me alone let me be mess with another black person please fair enough uh culture sciences how are you mentally um, surprisingly well. I'm still always worried. Like, there's an always sense of, oh, my gosh. There's not enough time in this world. And, like, I never seem to finish off my to-do list. But I'm in a better headspace. I'm enjoying, you know, playing with this new phone with my stylist that comes with it. That's fun. Fair enough. And I guess I'll finish with myself. Uh, Mentally... I'm 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 in an interesting space. Um, I was having a conversation with a another married person at my job, and just kind of discussing like the very interesting, and we'll get into it for like in our main topic, but like the ebbs and flow of like after the wedding, and as things start to dissipate, the high, the cloud nine feeling starts to go away. I'm still very much in it, but it's also you start recognizing some of the stuff that was before the wedding or you put off to the side and were you able to not think about for a while, it starts to come back in small spaces. But you try to learn to process it and use all the tools that you learn in therapy, shout out to therapy, um, to try to process it and, and put it in a better, healthy space. So all in all, I'm, I'm good, but life was like, dog, I've been waiting at you on the dog. You you weren't going to get too far away from me. Um, but all in all, man, I, I, I'm what I like to call regression to the me for all my math people, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, with that being said, you know it, you love it. We got that new hotness. Holiday season! Play the music, Mrs. Smith. going to be really short i know i always say that and then we run for like 10 10 15 minutes but this time it's really not going to be a lot um i'm going to start with the nba and breaking news well it ain't breaking news now that happened like a day or two ago by the time this recording but uh houston rockets are trading guard kevin porter and two future second round picks to the oklahoma city thunder who are waving kevin porter jr immediately dog i have never in my life heard somebody get traded and waved like for them to say it like that you know you heard people like oh you know such such is gonna get traded there's gonna get a buyout 
or such such gonna get traded and then they're gonna seek another trade. Never have I heard someone say, Oh, he's gonna get traded and he's gonna get cut. Like, Nick, what how? How did we get here? But if you remember, listeners, he was the one that put hands allegedly on his ex-girlfriend who was also in WNBA. I cannot remember her name right now for the life of me because it's been a long day. Uh, but it's been some back and forth of, you know, um, what's the word? Allegations. And of course, we here will not try to speak on too much unless we know for sure. But all in all, I'm just saying that that's, that's an interesting conundrum. Uh, on top of that, Kevin Durant has reiterated that he's like, I want to play for Team USA. And again, like you said, I feel like the, the Team USA is building up the Monstars. And it's 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 going to be an interesting Olympics. Yeah. I can say it for, I can say it for real. Um, NFL. My Ravens. <laughs> um, we won against the Titans. But why in the hell do you guys always put, put us through a daggone heart attack? Every game. Why are we starting hot and running the ball, throwing the ball, accuracy, no drops, no nothing? Get to halftime, and all of a sudden, it's like we forgot what the fundamentals were. And all of a sudden now, instead of it being a mm, – I think we were up by maybe like 10, 13 points maybe. But then the storm back, like that. Like it was just ridiculous. And I watched it in real time. I'm like, if we trick this game off, Again, in London, I'm a beehive. But granted, we ended up pulling the win, so thank God for that. But it, it, at a certain point, it's like, guys, if we're going to really win a championship here, I'm going to need y'all to be focused four quarters, not two quarters, not two and a half. Not I need it for all four quarters. And I just don't get it. Like, why are we fumbling the ball in critical moments? Why are we doing all this extra stuff? It's It's ridiculous. But... We're going against the Lions, which um, uh, the daddy of Teacher Bay, I already got your message, man. I already know you're talking crap. And it's me and Teacher Bay's Ravens versus your Lions. It's, it's This is going to be a fun family moment. Um, but, you know, overall. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I like to be agent of chaos. Mm-hmm. What you going to say to him if, if if the Ravens win? Um, There's only one right answer. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually curious. What is what would I'm about to say? Go ahead and bleep this part out. Uh huh. I'm her. <laughs> I, knew- <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was like, mm, I, I had a feeling, but I don't want to say it. I'm yep, about to yep. say, and we're right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I don't want to die, so I'm not going to say that. Um. <laughs> and then the last thing, college football. I'm actually just proud, even though we've given him some crap. I'm proud of Coach Prime because he be dropping some gems on folks. And, like, you know, yes, he goes to coach, you know, like a, like a Nick Saban or, I hate to say it, but Dabo or whoever. But he really is invested in these young men's lives. If you do not believe me, I just want you to listen to this clip. It's a little long, but it has a great message. You're changing this week, but we're going to change as well uh, for good. Uh, one thing that I don't uh, like is is treating y'all like children. Like y'all are young adults, you're men, and we need to treat you as such. Hold them accountable for what's transpiring. We're trying to raise men. 
I'm sick of calling and babying these guys that have to check on them and try to force them to be who they want to be. Trying to force you to get here on time to do what you should already do because you're trying to invest in yourself so you can be something, so you can make some money, so you can get out of this situation. I don't think you understand that it's over, it's coming soon. It's over, it's coming soon. Like right now, you get uh, tuition, right? They're ready to get tuition. They pay for your school and your education, correct? Uh, right now, all your meals are taken care of, right? And you have a, a buff card that you can get other meals, correct? What else is taken care of? What you paying for right now? What are y'all paying for? Persons. Rent, right? How much they give you to take care of that? Pause. <laughs> See, you beat me to it. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. This man said 1300 What do you mean by that? For him. By himself. To take care of rent. That's not the other money that he gets as being the student athlete or the refund check. That's just for his housing. I wish I could touch a hem of that check. Lord, must be that. please have some? Thank you. Uh, Mr. Smith, it's on you. Nice amount, right? So everything you pretty much need, not want. There's a difference between needs and wants. Everything you need is taken care of, right? How long y'all think that's going to last? It's going to be over with. Soon. What you going to do? What's the game plan? How? That's, that's easy said and done. How you going to do that? No, straight up. How you do that? Graduate. Have a, have a plan. What's the plan? One at a time, what's the plan? What's the plan? So, at this point, I'm kind of like, you know, he's talking to the student-athletes because, let's keep it a buck, student-athletes at colleges, especially those that got the big money, they get taken care of. Shout out to Brother Drewski, who used to send us uh, some of his college visits when he, you know, as an advisor, like he used to go to other big colleges, Oregon, Alabama, and bruh, their training facility is like Gold's Gym meets Planet Fitness meets Rich People Pockets. It's ridiculous. Like I, I've never seen stuff like that. But when you have a, a school that's taking care of your meals, your tuition, your books, and it's giving you rent, and not just no, oh, you know, not no uh, uh, refund check. I'm going to give you two, $300. No, nigga, they are covering a good solid portion, if not all of that rent. What? So, yeah, yeah, it, it goes on. I just want to get a little uh, intermission before we continue on to the rest of it. Man, how you mad at me because you won't invest in you? Darn it, I got time to think. How you pissed off at me because I'm holding you accountable for not investing in you because I'm forcing you to be a man. So you're going to be coming back to the complex saying, I what about just listening to you, coach? Kelly, I'd have been something. Coach Lewis, if I just listen to you, did what you asked me to do, boy, I would have been something. But you pissed off at us. Because I'm making you be a man. How does that work, guys? Some of y'all got that audacity. 
and you're not looking in the mirror holding yourself accountable. So yeah, listeners, that was gems. Like that was a deep speech by Coach Prime. And yep. you know, as someone who went through the college thing, and and shout out to you know me, brother X, we know him very well, Coach. Like in Queen C, we know him very well, Coach. Like he definitely was a father figure to us within our uh, student booster days. Definitely looked out for us. Hell, I remember there was one time I walked up to him and he was like, "You good." You good, Mr. Smith? And I'm like, no, I'm just hungry, man. I've been doing all these meetings and meeting these people for bus trips. This man, Smooth, gave me $30 out of his pocket and said, go get some meat. Like, what? Whew. Oh, hold, hold on. I promise you I can top that story if we have a very quick aside. I'm going to tell this as quickly as possible. So, Coach, he is phenomenal. Like, he loved him to death. So, hit him up every time I go, go to the illustrious Hampton University. So we were having a trip, or we were planning a trip. I think this is right after Mr. Smith and Quincy had left Hampton. We were trying to find the money for the trip for our annual Big Apple Classic against Howard. We were short X amount of hundreds of dollars for the trip. Couldn't find it. Didn't know where it's going to come from. Trying to get the pep squad up there. Coach walks by. He asks us, hey, how's it going? Um, I believe, shout out to my big sis, Nelly. Um, she tells him that literally, oh, it's going all right. We're just short, um, like, let's say $500 for a second of story. He was like, oh, that's all? And then Nelly proceeds to say, oh, what, you got it like that? You just go pull, pull the money out? Listeners, when I, I kid you not, this man literally was like, hold on. Go, doesn't even leave the space. Goes in his pocket. Pulls out. I'm not going to check his pockets, but it pulls out a very large amount of money and was like, one, two, three, four, five. Bam. That's all you need. Where I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had to get that out of there because you saying that made me think of that story. Oh, absolutely. I mean, again, shout out to Coach. We we love you, man. Like, you definitely have helped me out. There's been times where I've been ready to, like, Throw a laptop at the wall because I'm just stressed out. And you had to put me in the office and close the door and be like, all right. I mean, you gave me that. Like, not that cookie cutter speech. You gave me that real speech. So it's like, all right, listen, I know some shit is messed up. But you can do this because, insert words I can't say because it's coach. But Brother X and Queen C, both no coach. They know exactly when I say that, exactly what I mean. Um, no, Queen C, we are not saying that on the podcast. Um, but uh, if you have any other questions, comments, or you want to learn more about the NFL, hit up my boy Red Wolf on his YouTube and his Instagram. His links will be in the description below. Plenty of the music. All right. Since we've been talking about money, let's go ahead and get into our next segment, which is Now Mind You. Now Mind You is a segment on the podcast where we talk, up, talk about stories that we find on the internet, social media that we find interesting for the audience, and we talk and talk about it in the black vernacular of Now Mind You to tell you the key or vital part of said stories. So this first one, it's a quick hitter. Just I just need I need uh, the, the coach of scientists' thoughts, uh, Queen C's thoughts as well. Um, when you see this video of workers randomly i won't even say randomly they found the money that belongs to one of el chapo's stash houses so if you find this money what you doing not recording myself and putting my face on nothing 
I'm gonna take this money and we go in and pay our shit and disappear. And that's why you my person. We gonna make sure my me. Here you go. <laughs> Everybody, I'm about to say. You, you go, where you get this money? Don't ask no questions. It's very simple. When, it's that meme where it's like, yeah, I wasn't large, but you wouldn't know. I just started slowly doing things. Like you see me, oh yeah, we're going we gonna to get crab legs. We're going to get king crab legs all the time. On me, market bills, price. Our bills will be paid and we just be slowly saving it and letting, oh, we invest. But nah, bruh. <laughs> First and foremost, why is your fake up here? Dumbass. Yeah, no, you can't. Second of all, no. To, no. <laughs> like, like, do y'all know? Like, El Chapo is, to my knowledge, still alive. He gonna find you. I'm not gonna worry about him too. I'm worried about him. I'm worried about all the cartel. I'm First worried about all, my government. Yes. Didn't El Chapo just escape a couple years ago? What makes you think he can't get out again? I'm telling you, man. And you no. got your face on camera for him to know exactly who to pop off. Just, just, oh, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Just, no, no, no. Uh, Mr. Smith, go ahead. I'm not going to rehash what y'all said, but y'all are spot on. I, people, I want to, I know you can't hear the video because it's not really any good sound, but I want you to understand and understand my description of it. These folks are pulling out bricks of money and i mean like think of a cinder block but instead of stone it's a hundred dollar bills wrapped together mm. think of a pallet a wooden pallet that you would see at like a walmart but instead of wood it's a hundred dollar bills that is what these folks are pulling out of this wall and whoever is recording this is literally getting their faces and this ain't no just oh it's just a brick here and a brick there I think I counted at least 20. And that's and they're still pulling within that 20. So if we know El Chapo and we've heard of El Chapo, why are we recording this? But as soon as I find it and they say, oh, this is El Chapo's stash house. Bet. Oh, really? So so um I'm gonna take this. Y'all ain't see nothing, y'all ain't hear nothing. I'm out. Oh, let me record it. Nigga, if you record this, I will punch Nigga, you for in what? throat. What are we recording this for? Oh, we're going to go viral. Why? 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 Okay. Why do we want to do that? No, no. First of all, like you said, if El Chapo don't get you, the cartel going to get you. And if the cartel don't get you, your face is there. You don't think in this day and age, facial recognition can get pulled off and you can figure out name, location, address, all of that. So now all of a sudden they're harassing you? I'm sorry. Give me three to four of these bricks. I'm out. You don't know who I am. And if you're going to do something like this, even if you have to have a recording, why are all y'all doing it? This is the time where I would say, be pushy and have a ski mask on. Why are all y'all having y'all face exposed? So when y'all go missing, you ain't got nobody to blame but yourself. But they're, exactly. they're, like, they're like showing the sacks of money to the camera. None of y'all have a single brain cell to realize, okay, this is one of El Chapo's stash houses. This man is recording. And you posted it online. I would have been chucked that camera somewhere. I, your camera broke, footage gone. No. Mm. No. It you would have to treat it like one of them Holland parties, man. No face, no case. 
No face, no case. Hey. Nope, nope. Yeah, you ain't got no you ain't got no evidence. I don't know what you're talking about. How about I say, hey, I wasn't Ms. even Smith, there. Your baseball caps? <laughs> Down. <laughs> hey. hey. That was that was my reform time. My, that was my unreformed time. My pre uh cultural scientist time. <sighs> Man. You, you mean when you were wholesome? Oh no, I was I, no 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 no. I was very tamed in college. I'll give you that. You're right. I'm about to say, fresh out of college, I was a wild boy. Yeah. Correct. I can agree. I can agree with that. Correct. I had a nice little, I had a nice little two, two, three-year run. Then I was like, yeah, these streets ain't for me. Um, you know what it also is not for me? In other news, um, a Georgia man was hit with a $1.4 million speeding ticket after going 90 miles per hour in a 55 mile per hour zone. Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say Say what? Say what? Connor Cato expected to receive a super speeder ticket, which is handed to anyone driving 35 miles over the speed limit. But nothing exceeding the 1,000 maximum fine. Assuming it was a typo, he called the court and alleged that he was told he either had to pay or appear before a judge. 1.4 million. The lady told him on the phone, Cato told to WSAV. I said this, I'm sorry. I said, this might be a typo. She said, no, sir. You either pay the amount that's on the ticket or you come to court on December 21st at 1.30 p.m. It was only later that the Georgia man learned that the jaw-dropping 1.4 million fine was just a placeholder. A judge will set the real fine at Cato's court appearance, which is mandatory for super speeders. Story given by Daily Mail. Um, cultural scientists, I I know that we have both had speeding tickets in the past. But my business out there like I said, we we are in this together. We are a unit. <laughs> um I know I love you, but if I ever get a speeding ticket that says 1.4, I'm just gonna go ahead and file the divorce papers and be like, that's on me. Jesus Christ. Cause you go kill me <laughs> before the court gets to me. <laughs> Cause she's gonna be like, what the hell in your voice? You gonna tell me if you got a $1.4 million speed ticket? Uh no, I think I'd be terrified to tell you. <laughs> I, like, Listen, I, I need you to understand, dog. I think I told Mr. Smith this the other day at our pre-show. If anybody asks me for 1.4 million and and less than the end of my lifetime, dog, go ahead, take me to the king. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I ain't got much to bring. Mm-mm. Uh, y'all have any thoughts, Mr. Smith? I'm sorry, listeners. I wish you could have saw me and Queen C's face when he said, yeah, just go ahead and find the divorce papers. I know he's joking, but that was funny. I was not prepared for that. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I was talking to Teacher Bay after our pre-show about this specific thing, and then it hit me. I said, that's actually genius. Because number one, you're going to stop people from going accessing 35 miles over the speed limit if they know that that's got what they got to pay. And number two, if someone got that kind of bread, you cash out. If someone doesn't have that kind of bread, they're forced to go to court in which you didn't give them $1,000 plus court costs, you still cash out. Georgia, you don't do a lot of things, right? Insert the 2016 election. But um, this one, I, I, I'm going to give you all that. In, wait, wait, I'm sorry. 
also insert twenty dollar bill at um certain establishments. Um, I'm sorry, carry on. Really, really, yes. really? it's called balance. <laughs> the yin and yang, man. Yeah, I give you that. That was that was that was clean. That was clean. But um, overall, I ain't gonna lie. You tell me that one point four million. I'm like culture scientist. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I don't, I'm like, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Where am I going to get this money from? I don't know. Do, do I got to do something strange? It's a piece of change? Do I got to be somebody's bitch? Yeah. <sighs> no. Just no. Uh, Queen C, what you doing? Going back to El Chapo's stash house. <laughs> <laughs> to get that money to pay this fucking ticket. Golly. 1.4. First off, I see on the picture it said $1,480,038.52 to be exact. I got 52 cents sold it for you. <laughs> Maybe I got a four for four. That's it. I ain't I got might, half. I ain't I got a third. Have, I might have the 38.52 for you. That's about it. Man. I yeah. wish, <laughs> but uh, that's just—it's just really crazy. Please, just wear your safety more than anything. Don't speed. I know it's hard. You trying to get to every different place, but you know what? We're not getting to. Um, apparently, we're not getting to the Cheesecake Factory because, according to this particular video, um, I'm gonna give you a little context. This young lady—well, I won't even say young. She is our age, maybe a little bit older. Um, decides to express her feelings about being taken to the Cheesecake Factory on a date. We'll get more context after the after the video. Miss Smith, take it away. Woo. Let me just get the door for you. Okay. He got me at the Cheesecake Factory, y'all. I ain't getting out this phone. Yes. Uh, would you want me to? Open the door for you. Okay. Are you? You're recording me? Yeah. Yeah. This is the Cheesecake Factory. This is the Cheesecake Factory, y'all. What's the problem with that? This is a chain restaurant. Who takes someone that looks like this to a chain restaurant? You want to talk about it? I'm. I'm fine with talking about it, <laughs> even in front of them. Oh yeah, I want to talk about it. Yeah, come on, get up on in the car. Yeah, we gonna talk about it. Hold on, first and foremost, you not gonna tell me to get into my own car that I drove to the restaurant. That that's that's number one. Um, Mrs. Smith, I know we don't do this, but um, trigger warning right here. Um, ma'am, I don't know you personally. I'm gonna treat you like Cat Williams. Um, bitch, where are you going? What are you doing? Um, what made you think that you have the right, the audacity, the unmitigated gall to say that you are not going to go to the Cheesecake Factory? Man, what first you think off, was going to happen? Go ahead. First off, I'm offended. She said, who takes someone who looks like this to a Cheesecake Factory, to a chain restaurant? Everyone. Fuck you mean? Bitch, you look like me. Awkward. We look like sisters. What the fuck is you talking about? If you don't get your high mighty ass, if you can't afford a restaurant for him to take you to, don't expect him to go to that. If you're not paying for it, 
like this this is the two hundred dollar date shit all over again. But she had the audacity to say, "Who takes someone who looks like this?" You you look like every other curvy black woman in America, ma'am. You're not special. This, it's thousands, you were, it's about millions say, of us. Yes, I'm on the podcast right now. Ma'am, you will. I about to say, keep playing. You are gonna get the one dollar margaritas from Applebee's. She not Mrs. even Smith, getting that. Mrs. Smith, go ahead. Um, yeah. So, so you know, this is a little context within the clip, right? So she, um, I guess the I'm gonna look at the car and I'm gonna take a guess, and I'm thinking that the dude is driving a Tesla. The guy picks the lady up, and she's wearing a nice, you know, green bodycon type dress. You know, a little first date, looking cute, whatever. And, you know, according to the notes, I'm not going to say that we have confirmed nor denied this. It's just rumor. The guy actually had reservations at another restaurant. And she was late coming downstairs for him to pick her up. So he had to change the location. Because she was late to come downstairs. In doing so, he said, well, you know what? Since we can't do the reservations, we're going to just do the Cheesecake Factory to it. She's like, Cheesecake Factory? Who who are you? But listeners, there's more to this that I want you to Mm -hmm. hear. This is the explanation of what she feels. And I'm going to give this man credit on how he reacted. And I'll give my piece afterwards. Look at me. I cannot go in the Cheesecake Factory. There's nothing wrong I, with I will die. That's Listen. embarrassing. Listen, I, as I said, I have very specific <laughs> certain expectations oh, for no. death. I can tell it's not going to be there. I ha- And maybe we're not right for each other. So, respectfully, I'm oh, going to just drop you off at home. Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, I'm up. So you just want to call it a night? I mean, yeah. isn't there some kind of compromise or something? Uh, Ladies, can you believe this? I'm sorry, y'all. If I don't feel respected, I, I am mean, not going to go through I mean, with the rest of the on. day. I mean, you didn't want this place anyway, right? I mean, I mean, I understand that I was late. I understand that. I understand that I could have been a bit more cooperative. You have, you made some good points. That's why I'm willing to compromise. Are you sure you want to go home? Uh, I don't have a lot of rules. I don't have a lot of expectations for a first date, but I've already set them, and you've broken everyone. So, I'm sorry. Stupid games get stupid prizes. Yeah. She can't be like this. This has to be fake. 
listeners, I know we've talked at nauseum about all these fake scenarios, and it and like the people they're both way too. I don't even know if I want to say way too calm because if they're hyped up, they're probably be seen as fake too. But this is like my man. The fact that he responded to her audience was like, I'm sorry, guys. Like he knew them already. Like he knew what was going on. Like, dog, I'm not shook by this. <laughs> he is built for this. Yeah, respect to his answer. And she backpedaled like shit. Like, compromise for what? You better compromise this four for four. <laughs> you better compromise this grub up. You better compromise this door dash. You better compromise these four turns we better take to get back to your house. Mr. Smith. Um, so <laughs> I agree with the culture scientists. The fact that she thought, oh, I'm gonna just, you know, oh, I'm too big, high and mighty to go to Cheesecake Factory. And the minute this man hits reverse and say, yep, this day is over, she's like, well, I mean, you made some valid points, and I think we could compromise. And, and started getting another trigger warning. Bitch, Cheesecake Factory was the compromise. You're supposed to go to a better restaurant, and you were late. Then on top of that, he said, and I quote, I don't have a lot of expectations for a first day. I just have a few guidelines and baselines and or a few small rules, and you broke every single one of them. I don't understand what was the point of you being late, being disrespectful about the fact that he's taking a cheesecake factory. And then on top of that, then when you realize that your shit didn't work, now you want to be like, let's compromise. Yeah, let the record show people. Don't let social media tell you, oh, first date, they need to take you to STK or Joe's Steak and Seafood or Ocean Air or whatever. Sometimes chili works. Chili's works, especially the margaritas. Sometimes Ruby Tuesdays works slightly. Just I'll stay away from nice. <laughs> Hey, Olive Garden, get you married. Hey. Wow. <laughs> Olive Garden. Olive Garden, if you want to sponsor us, we're taking donations. Money, money, money. Free breadsticks. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Soup and salad. Oh, you can eat soup and salad. Um, keep grinding out that Parmesan on my pasta. Nigga! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am certifiably done. Y'all the free breadsticks, though. No, the fact that he said keep grinding that Parmesan cheese on my Okay, and then the last thing, shout out to Teacher Bay, love her dearly. She looked at this woman when I showed her this video, and she said, "Uh, uh-uh. girl, do you understand how good that Georgia peach is with them buffalo sliders? Girl, you better, Shh. nah, nah, we ain't doing that." And 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 last thing, I understand that there's expectations for first dates and all that, but if you took all of that time to get dressed up to do all that you need to do. Why would you try to ruin it? Because I'm too good for this. That just defeats the purpose of the time that you just took to get ready. But neither here nor there. Oh, also, really quickly, don't be stopping on uh, Cheesecake Factory. They Brussels sprouts in their um, little crab cake bites is a perfect meal for me. And their steak, Diane, and shrimp scampi is amazing. Goodbye. Can, can, can you tell that she's a fan? I mean, just saying. I, I got, hey. I got three points real quick one go ahead i knew he was about that like when he said respectfully and then proceeded to be disrespectful two yeah she was late leaving the house but her ass gonna get there early hey 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 and three sir 
since you like curvaceous black women. It's a single one right here. I would love to go to Cheesecake Factory with you, homie. Come pull up. I had a girl sitting up and everything. Come on. This motherfucker don't miss. <laughs> so if you're listening somehow, hey, Queen C, the only thing you got to worry about is getting her a step stool. But that we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> oh, you thought I was going to get it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said it. Good. Yeah. See? See, you, you asked too many questions. Was going, the shot was going to get thrown. All right. Talking about shots and other things that are getting thrown back. Um, this next story is brought to you down in Atlanta at Fontaine's Oyster Bar. Um, Mr. Smith, I don't know why we keep finding these stories, but we do. Go ahead and play the audio. Y'all, so today I linked with this nigga I met a few weeks ago out with my friends. This nigga been texting me for weeks talking to himself. Why I didn't block him? Bitch, I don't know. But today I was bored and I had time. So he texts me like, can we meet for drinks? And I'm like, yeah, meet me here. They got the best fucking oysters in Atlanta, like hands down. So I'm like, yes, I can get some content. Come on. That's so Y'all, when the fourth one came out, he was looking at me crazy. I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, baby, you invited me out. I'm going to eat. And I was coming anyway. But I ain't going to lie. No, I wouldn't have did all that. But I did do all that. That was so good. I was not expecting it to be that good. It was just so good. Like, I just, I had to. It was so good. So after that, I'm like, baby, mm, what's next? What I'm about to eat? These potatoes, mm, they were so good. And the crab cakes, everything was so good. 10, 10, baby. Why the fuck this bitch ass nigga say he going to the bathroom and never come back? The fuck? I'm like, hold the fuck on. It's been like 10, 20, 30 minutes, bitch. What the fuck this nigga at? Had to end up grabbing a towel, bitch. Nigga left me with his little one fucking drink. Yeah, bitch, I'm so glad bitch keep me some money because what? That was crazy to me. And I said, bitch, you run out on the tab. He's talking about some, I'm offering you to drink. The fuck are you talking about, bitch? City boy with it. 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 I mean, he was right for that. <laughs> hey, I am, I cannot say I have never not run a, on a tab before. Not any time recently. All the restaurants that I love going to. But, um, yeah, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Queen C, go ahead and share your thoughts. Um, Before I share my thoughts, I'm just going to let you know, you're going to need to put the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. Uh-oh. Um, just just from the video alone, the way she was slurping down them oysters sound like she got the Gawk, gawk 9000. All she gives you is good head and headaches. Well, that, she sound like a headache. Well, like you didn't even talk to the man, so the fact that you didn't know that he was gone for ten minutes tells you why he left you with the bill. I'm just saying, it was her but, bill. Uh, Mr. Smith, you had thoughts? So, <laughs> um, all right. So there's a couple of things I can go with this here. Uh, 
The man said, and I quote, let's meet up for drinks. People, we are in the 2020s. It's communication. If a man says this, that's what it is. This ain't no read between the lions. This ain't no read between the lions. None of that. Can't go on any longer. If you old and you get that reference, I applaud you. Um, wait, what? wait, wait, sir. Sir, you going to be deep in the bag like that? Oh, yeah. I reach deep into the depth for that one. I'm about to say that's on the board. That's on the board. Um, so okay, let's 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 break this down. Cause you know, we here at the Truth for Transparency Podcast, we do what's called research. So we have a breakout that uh the guests are actually seeing out here, which is a breakdown of their first date, aka her order. She ordered four plates of oysters. It was Oyster Tuesday, so the oysters are $15 a dozen, and there's a dozen oysters on the plate. Four dozen of those oysters were $60. On top of that, after those $60, she uh, she did she then ordered a crab cake platter, which me and Brother X actually looked up on the menu, and it's $30 for a platter. On top of that, two lemon drop drinks at $11. We're going we're gonna to highball it because the cocktails are between $9 and $11. $11 drink, two drinks, $22. Bringing her grand total of the check to $112, okay? This is what the man got, a glass of wine. It was $9. So the whole bill is $121 plus tax, and this man is responsible for nine of it. Yes, he left. And on top of that, you already said that this man had been blowing you up, talking to himself the entire time about, oh, you know, I want to take you out, whatever. And you weren't even giving him the time of day. You know, that reminds me. Shout out to the great poet, Hot Damn I Rock, who decided to bring this nice gem when talking about first dates and expensive taste. Because I don't know you like that. Oh, snap! You don't know me like that. But you knew me when you was eating $30 worth of snow crab legs. You knew me then, right? We was cool then, right? I had to eat an appetizer and a water with lemon while I watched you devour a mountain of dead crab. Do you really think that you're walking out of my mother's basement? Unfucked. You ain't leaving, bitch. So overall, mine and of course, listeners, we are in a better time space. Of course, all about consent, so it's a joke. But overall, it just reminded me and Brother X of two instances that happened during the time that I was doing my uh, online dating um, uh, chronicles. Uh, Brother X, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you decide which one should I go through first. The the, um, the we, we, I about to say the um the one that wanted you to pay for everything. Local, right? Yes, right. local. Okay, local. okay. So there was somebody who we'll just say for the sake, of, you know, to protect her government, we're just gonna say her name is Shannon. Uh, Shannon and I went on a date uh, when I was doing my online date. This is, of course, pre-Teacher Bay. Me and Teacher Bay knows all the stories. So listeners, if you see her out and be like, oh, Mr. Smith, she already knows where all the bodies lie. Relax. But uh, 
uh, Shannon decided to, you know, okay, let's meet up to BJ's brew house. And, you know, she, she was modest, you know, got some ribs and we had a drink. I paid for it. No problem. She said, okay, I like the date. Next time we go on a date, we're going to do, we, I want to do something more active. So we went to a trampoline park. Okay, we went to a trampoline park, paid for that, had a good time. I'm getting ready to, dis- I'm getting ready to be like, you know, it's been a good time. Hopefully I'll see you the next time. Dave wasn't looking for anything. She's like, oh, why don't we get some, why, you know, do you mind, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten anything. Do you mind taking me to get some food? I want you to hear the words in my, in my sentence. Do you mind ta- driving me to, the, to this place to get some food? Sure, no problem. I'm a gentleman. I, you're riding in my car. I'm gonna take you to the place. Took her to the place. She goes up to order the food. The food, she mind you, she orders the ex- most expensive platter on the menu. And it's a Jamaican restaurant. Joint was like $24. When a dude, when the person behind the register, that'll be 24 something, something, she looked directly at me. And I'm like, oh, you want me to pay. But I wasn't planning to pay for it. I was planning to go home. And you just Mm, okay, cool. I chalked it up to the game, understood, whatever. The last thing, we went to a football game. First of all, she didn't really know football like that. I was trying to coach her. Yeah, she wasn't really getting it. We leave the football game. She tells me, instead of, you know, I want to hang out with you for the rest of the day, or I'm going to get up with my girls and go to this festival locally. So I just need you to take me back to my car. But before we go there, I need you to go to this restaurant right quick. All right, she walked in the restaurant. I, I stayed back this time to be like, all right, look, I ain't paying for it. You got you hungry? Go ahead. She orders her bowl, whatever, gets the thing, $22. She looks directly at me and didn't even flinch to not pick up her wallet. I said, oh, you must be out. So, okay. All right. That's all I need to know. This is done. It's a wrap. I ain't going to do this no more. So that's one. The second one, which is Brother X's favorite. <laughs> bruh, we, <laughs> bruh. we had Fuck a uh, <laughs> we had a uh, brother's trip down in the good city of Atlanta. You know how that goes, and uh, I had uh, changed my hinge location to be in Atlanta just to see if there's anybody that you know might meet up, hang out with us, whatever. wasn't looking for anything, just being friendly. So this one girl matches with me. We talk around the, around the time that I am picking this man up from the airport. Uh, he gets in the car and hears that um, she, she hears that oh no, he hears that she's on the phone with me. He don't say that. He just listens. Cool. At the end of it, I said, you know, do you want to come out with us? Whatever. She's like, nah, you know, I'm just going to unmatch you because, you know, you're not local and you're just here for the weekend. I'm looking for something else. No problem. I respect the honesty. You know, you have a good life. It was a pleasure talking to you. I left it alone. We get back to the Airbnb. All of a sudden, she messes me and she goes, so, um, but we, can, but we can go out for brunch, though. Listeners, when I tell you, Brother X had this meanest 180 I've ever seen in my life. And he said, mm-mm, mm-mm, don't do that, nigga. That's 510. So, you know, we were wait, we were getting ready for the nightly activity. I said, you know what? I got a little bit of time. Let me see where this is going to go. Now, listen to this for the record. I wasn't going to do nothing. Like, I literally wasn't going to do nothing. I just want to see how far she's going to take this. She says, oh, well, this is a brunch spot called, um, I think it was the Breakfast Club. If it wasn't a Breakfast Club, then I'm it was like Breakfast. It. If it wasn't a Breakfast Club, it was Breakfast at Barney's. Whatever. Something like that. Of course, listeners, if y'all know me, though, those of y'all that listen and know me personally, you know I do my research before I do anything. I looked at the menu and the first thing I saw was hookah and bottles are available at this location. I said, mm-hmm. all right, I see where this is going to go. 
Then I scroll down the menu and I see this platter called the Mansa Musa Tower. Listeners, that tower was $1,000. Oh my God. What? And I said, absolutely the fuck not. Because what we're not about to do is have you ring up some hookah, a couple of bottles, and a Mansa Musa Tower at my expense. And then afterwards said, you know what? You cool and all. I just don't want to. No, that's not happening. So I decided to redirect and say, oh, well, there's this place called Snooze. That's more, you know, my, my, my steez. We try to mess with that. She said no. And then tried another expensive restaurant. And at that point, me and Brother X knew, nah, this ain't going to work. So shout out to Teacher Bay. Thank you for getting me off these mean streets. This shit was dirty. Uh, Chrissy, real quick. I just have one question. Who in the fuck is sitting down to eating four dozen oysters? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, I don't know, man. Somebody whose pH balances off, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Oh. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Corner, <laughs> corner now. Go what? to the corner. <laughs> I think we found Nemo. <laughs> Thank you, Coach of Scientists. That's why you're my person. I mean, Hold yeah, on. by the third time, by the third one, my brain and the, the slurp she was doing, I was like, mm, I guess you're not trying to get mad for real, for real, because I feel like your pussy's going to stay. That was my thought. And thus, listeners, is why she is my person. Last final thought. I hate all of you between the pH balance and Queen C slicking in that fine Nemo like I didn't just hear that shit. Y'all is not right. That is all I'm saying. But you didn't spit not near a fact, though. Them facts were facting. Continue. Um, with that being said, that was now, mind you, we're going to go ahead and get into this week's topic. Um, if you're looking for a Black business highlight, go back to last week's episode where we highlighted all of our Black businesses that were a part of our wedding. We are actually going to actually get back to part two of our conversation. So we gave you guys, if you haven't already listened to part one, go back and run those numbers up. Um, we gave you some information and some um, testimony from Drewski and Quincy and Mrs. Smith, as well as us, about things leading up to the wedding and basically almost everything up until the ceremony. I'm trying to think if we missed anything. Do you think we missed anything, Coach Scientist, before the wedding itself? I mean, for me, I didn't really say. Okay, what, what was your thoughts like leading up to the wedding? Um, when he was away, I was stressed because I didn't give up the reins, like I said. Um, but uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. But on that Friday, uh-huh. I just remember I was waking up early, and because I had to meet the makeup artist. Okay. So that was very stressful, like just to make sure she got in time, and then I went back to sleep. Oh. So like in the morning, I was fine, and I probably should have used my time a little bit more wisely <laughs> in the morning. But at the same time, I was attempting to rest. Like I was like, everybody kept telling me to rest. Everybody kept telling me to sit down and do nothing. So that's what I was attempting to do. Um, and then you know, still, even when we got there, the same thing was happening. But yeah, and then it all went boom, 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 boom. So let's as you get to that boom, 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 boom. So I think we left off last episode where we were talking about, okay, I had already dealt with Murphy's Law. Everything was going wrong. I had finally gotten to the venue. So, and you got, and Mr. Smith and Quincy, feel free to chime in when you feel let so let to do so. Um, basically, we um, we get there around one o'clock. The, the groomsmen, we, we, we chilling, we hanging on our little balcony while the, 
while all the bridesmaids enjoyed their very lovely, beautiful, fully stocked uh, bridal suite while we had a balcony. I just had to put that out there again. Last well, uh, time I checked, we made, made sure that your room was also stocked. There was no we, room. We, there was a balcony. We, whatever. We that was a balcony. <laughs> we were all like them dudes who would be creeping at the club just standing on the balcony. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, we're there. We get there. We One of the things that we found interesting is that we had to kind of assist with some of the setup, trying to make sure everything looked correct because all of the... Um, all the decorations were there, but had to kind of be broken down some. So we're kind of going through this whole process. Um, of course, they're keeping me away from the culture scientists to make sure I don't see her before the ceremony. So I think it is long enough now, and I know that the owner's probably not going to listen to this episode. Um, we were giving certain instructions about outside alcohol. <laughs> Listeners, you can put two and two together. What probably happened with that? Let's just say that... Um, um, we took communion with tequila twice. Um, over on the groom side, I know that the bridesmaids were probably chugging back champagne and mimosas. Am I am I wrong in saying that, or am I right? So we're, we're all we're all getting in the mood. Everybody's like vibing. Everything's going relatively well. Listeners, I I, I need to tell you when they called me for our marriage license for our witnesses. Not one of my proudest moments. I was not sober. <laughs> so I don't know if it's legally binding when I agree to it. Invest <laughs> me. I don't know if I was of right mind to testify who signed mine. His signature might be sideways, but I think it's still binding. I mean, he is left-handed, so. What, what are you trying oh. to say about left-handers? Ma'am, chill. But um, needless to say, we're vibing. Everything's like Things are starting to get real. We're we're kicking it. The groomsmen are like having good old time. We're reminiscing. We're talking about stories. My shout out to my brother. He um he's telling stuff, talking about things. We had a really dope conversation about EA Sports and NBA Street and Def Jam uh, Vendetta, all those things. Mr. Smith, you guys had a conversation about Def Jam and all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well, you're, you, what, what, what happened, Mr. Smith? Where, where were you? What, what happened? Was a blur. <laughs> Mr. Smith was like the Cat Williams side. I was either like this or like this. I was running in between the ceremony hall and the reception hall, or I was driving to pick up last minute stuff. Nigga, at a certain point, I said, I have run so much that I need to be per diemed for these miles, <laughs> but but you overall, you yeah. really be But overall, I it, it was it was a decent time. I was happy to at least assist. I at least you know to try to keep the the and, and learn in the process because as a best man is trying to keep the groom you know calm and 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 collected until again. Coach scientist gave me one job: get mm. you. To the altar to say I do soberly, as you know, or you can have a drink, just don't be like sloppy. So that was my and I wasn't. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Smith. But yeah, so just shout out to Mr. Smith because him and um uh one of the other uh maids of honor were the real MVPs for helping us get across the finish line, making sure things were in place from beginning to end. We could not have executed this uh evening that evening's events without y'all we really do appreciate y'all we owe y'all something i don't know what 
I mean, we could pay you, but that would be against our character. Um, but <laughs> but not nah, in all serious, man. We do truly from the bottom of our hearts, truly appreciate it. Um yes. I still remember when I called you back, um, it was a while back, like back maybe like one or two years into me and the culture scientist dating, and I called you and we were out at sushi and she had got me a gift, and I was like, Oh yeah, I'm out here getting sushi on with, with uh the culture scientist. And I still remember when you said, oh, she got you in sushi. She a keeper. Because you knew how I was before the culture scientist. I, there was a lot of food I didn't eat. But all, needless to say, you played a very vital role in us getting to the altar. Um, getting back on track with the timeline. So we we, we get dressed. Everybody's trying to figure out themselves. I will say, funniest thing, I realized one of the faults that I did not make very clear, but I thought it was clear, but it wasn't. Um, I had gotten cufflinks for all of the groomsmen, <laughs> thinking that all the groomsmen were going to get uh, black dress shirts that um, had the, the holes for the cufflinks. Tell me why, <laughs> when everybody started getting dressed, half my groomsmen was like, oh, we we're supposed to get cufflinks? <laughs> get the shirt with the cufflinks? Yeah. Maybe like half of them had them on. Thank goodness it didn't show up in the pictures. <laughs> At least I don't think they have. Uh, Quincy, go ahead. It, it, it's okay we had something similar on, on the bridesmaid side um so the groomsmen had these lovely bracelets that they had um the bridesmaids were gifted by the beautiful bride the culture scientist uh similar bracelets in her color royal purple with the tree of life charm uh i, I won't name names but uh somebody misplaced theirs and said, quote, if I thought it was something important to keep up with, I would know where it is. Oh, hell no! <laughs> so we did not have our bracelets on. I, um, I brought mine with me because I was like, fuck it. This is your wedding. You said that. Huh? I do now need you to text me who said that. Oh, I, I definitely will. But, um, yeah, I, I brought mine because I'm a good bridesmaid. I brought mine just in case she said, fuck it, you're going to wear these bracelets. And if you ain't got one, you just ain't got one. No, I told you, by the day of the wedding, I officially was in the, you know, it's okay mode. Certain things that don't matter mode. <laughs> you you so... got to the point where certain people started pissing you off and you just limited who you spoke to within the bridal suite until it was time for you to walk down the aisle. Well, it was much easier because it was a lot going on. Mm. And I felt, again, I'm not trying to be a brat, but it was my day. And I'm just trying to be calm. And then I'm being told to do one thing and then not the other. And then, again, but all in all, I think we had a good time over there. Uh, Caleb definitely... Gave us great conversation, though, Caden. <laughs> <laughs> definitely had great conversation over there. Uh, our, our fairy godchildren, yes. Um, letting us know he wants to go to a trampoline park for his birthday because his other auntie <laughs> decided to put that thought in his head. We're gonna get her back for that one. Don't worry. Um, we're, we're gonna make it. No, though it was chill on my like in the actual room I was in mm. until we started getting dressed. Then all yeah. chaos broke loose. Yes. And again, if I could wish anything, I would have wished that everybody would have started getting dressed earlier. That's it. Like me? Because I I was dressed 
like 30 minutes before yes, everybody else. You were great. <laughs> you, get your kudos, you get your kudos. No, because I listen. Hey, hey, listen is half the battle. Oh, uh, but everybody's stressed. We're supposed to line up at a certain time. Like we said in last week's episode, no matter how much planning you have, things will go wrong. So we were behind schedule. So we're all out in the garden area where we're chilling. We're taking pictures. I'm talking. All the groups been out there trying to figure out how we're going to put on these boutonnieres. That was a whole slight adventure in and of itself. But we figured it out. That's shout out to um, shout out to Peanut. Uh, appreciate you. you. You was an MVP for helping us get those right. Um, and then it was just just good fellowship. I was starting to feel the nerves. Like my my nervousness went from like a four to like an eight. And shout out to Mr. Smith again. Every once in a while, I was like, look at me. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. Cool. All right. Do it again. And just making sure we was on track. So just to give you a little bit of a visual, listeners, where we position way not in the garden, there is a, I guess, a draw door or like kind of like a garage door that can lift up into where the bridal suite was. So anytime they had to lift it up for whatever reason for people to come out of the bridal suite, they had to turn me to like the corner. Like you would have thought I was a badass kid who couldn't do nothing. Um, but we get to the actual ceremony, we're starting to get ready to line up and we're getting ready to go through. So as people are lining up, we're lined up with our partners. I'm lined up with my brother cause he's walked with me. Everybody's trying to get ready. Now listeners, we're going to give you some insight behind the scenes of information for those who don't, for those who are at the wedding or are listening. Here's why we chose the songs that we chose. So every group or every person that came down had different music for different reasons obviously we're big music heads one of our big things of the wedding was another misadventures of tnm which is a play on the miseducation of lauren hill again kid kid of the 90s and 80s not sorry not 90s, yeah, 90s. I am the 80s. there you go so we had um that thing and then we had all the family come in to um music soul child so beautiful because that's like that class, you, you love the instrumentation from it. Like we're just, we're like, we're fake music heads if you really want to put it that way. But then you had, shout out to Mrs. Smith and Taz Creates. Cause I, I had I had to put on for y'all. Did y'all, did y'all like the song that I picked for you, Mrs. Smith? I'm I'm gonna give it to you. I'm, I'm gonna give it to you. For me and Taz Creates to walk down to that, I was like, all right, that's fine. I can't, I can't even edit that. <laughs> so we picked, um, we picked uh, Neo Champagne Life. Now, if you know that thing from that song, that, or the whole album, it was like a whole play on like what Michael Jackson used to do with his albums where he would have like a storyline to go through all the songs. So in the Neo's one from that one, he basically is like a superhero and he has his right hand and left hand man. And in my mind, that was Mr. Smith and Taz Crates. They've been my right and left hand man since I've known them. They're, they're my best friends. So I had to had to put on for them. And then I came down the aisle with my brother and me and him were, were vibing to it. Shout out to all of our guests for hyping us up because that helped quell a lot of nerves. Like I know the coach of scientists. Like, well, are they cheering? <laughs> so having hearing all those, all that cheering also was like, oh, dope. Oh, shout out to the bridal party as we were coming down the aisle because we had family coming with family, all that stuff. But shout out to everyone being able to get in line and get in position properly with the least, at least in my head, the least amount of uh, issues, 
They're like they were able to line up. We made a nice little um tent or little pyramid. I guess what you want to call it. With the I'll, least amount of preparation. With the least amount of preparation, but we're not going to get into that. Uh, Queen C, I see your face is making a face. Um, so um, you have thoughts? Yeah, I'm making the same face as Mr. Smith because there was a last minute bridesmaid that almost didn't make it, but she made it. She we're walked down the aisle with her shoes unstrapped. God bless her. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to let that go. We were just going to let that one go. Because somebody thought... almost walked down by themselves. We 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 gonna we gonna let it go. She made it. She made it. That's all that matters. She made it. Nigga, we made it. Hey. Huh. Yes. Um, but after we've all made it down, we're all anticipating um the coach of science coming down the aisle. It's like, okay, cool. And we're chilling. And we're chilling. Yeah, I was talking about And we're chilling. For some reason, the music, I don't know if it was the music or something just wasn't quite on time or wasn't right. Mr. Smith. It was slightly the music, but it was because they were having such an issue getting the runner. Oh, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> the oh, yes. We were like, I was sweating in the back and my, me and my daddy, okay, look, listen. It was one of those, door, those uh, doors you could pull mm. to open. And like the song, there was a specific spot I needed for it to happen so that I could the doors would open. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, why is it not going to the song yet? My daddy's over here right now? Right now? <laughs> like, no, daddy. <laughs> and I'm sweating if so I have paper towels. <laughs> I was like, okay, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I just envision in another timeline, <laughs> you're like getting rushed out and you got like two things of paper towels under your arm. Right. That would be exactly our relationship. <laughs> but needs to say, she made it down the aisle um, safely, no tripping, which thank the Lord, we, you a real one for looking out on us for that one. Um, so we had to get to the ceremony. We're going through it. Um, very lovely. Yes, Mr. Smith. Tell the truth. Did you cry? <laughs> Oh, oh, I was, I, hey, hey, Um, for my football listeners, you got to understand, I was the Ronnie Hillman. I had the little glory tear. That thing was streaming. <laughs> like, you would have thought, boy, you want to thought I was crying like I was looking at a biochem test. I was very happy. <laughs> yes, I cried. Woo, See, so Mr. Smith was behind you, but I'm on the opposite side of the aisle. You don't understand. You saw it when, when she started walking down the aisle. I saw the first tear drop after the flower girls went because he knew she was coming. I said, oh, no. he, I said, oh, he's there. I, I, boy. Oh, he there. I was shook. I was shook. Yes. So we're going through the ceremony. We we do a lot of great things. We take time to acknowledge those who are not able to be in attendance. Um, Shout out to um one of our vendors. Um. Uh, Coach of Science's birth mom, she blessed us with uh, portraits of two of our family members, my father and her brother, um, who were not able to be there because um, they passed on. Um, but we were able to acknowledge them, have a seat safe for them at the ceremony, which um, I know meant the world to to our parents, to our moms. Um, um, mom, mama scientists. I'm sorry. We sorry. We thought okay. that we had communicated that this was something that was given to us. Like, I think I told my mother. So she kind of had an idea. She had seen it before. But 
I could have sworn she saw it at the house when they she came by. They never paid attention. But all the same, we had something there for them to be able to honor them. So we were able to recognize all that. Cry, okay? Oh, man. It, oh, there, there was a lot of waterworks, man. Um, We've talked to different people. People shared they, they cried at different moments. Um, Honestly, I think, yeah, I cried. I think I cried twice. When she first came out and then when we got to the actual vows. Because we already did like a uni ceremony. Um, Shout out to the ideas for the coach of scientists. Um. When I had to start reading my vow, and I think I told Mr. Smith this, and I think I've told the rest of the bridal party this after the fact, I literally wrote my vows going down to my bachelor party. You said it during the vows. I did? Yes. Okay. So I basically brought that up then. Honestly, listeners, I kid you not. Once I wrote it, I didn't look at it again until the actual day of the wedding. So some of the things that I was reading, boy. I remember one exact point where I had to stop and people told me like you in church and I'll sing the little, um, the solo, take your time. I remember, and I won't give it the whole thing because that's a special moment between coach scientists and I. I remember saying, thank you for not letting me let go of the rope. And she knows exactly what that means. And I won't explain it. What's understood ain't gotta be understood. Uh, what's understood doesn't have to be explained. And I'm very grateful for her vows. Very much <laughs> unique to like our relationship. I did my things a certain way. She did things her own way. And it worked out. And we're very grateful for that. And shout out to us not tripping over the broom that we jumped over at the end. Because we were, I promise you, we didn't practice that. We didn't know what was going to happen. We literally just looked at each other on count three. We're going to jump. It's like, all right, on three, jump. One, two, three. Who? Two playing the music out great time then we took pictures that was so much fun we're not going to go into detail about taking pictures but they were great shout out to fist frames then after we take all of our wonderful pictures also to future brides you just stand there and be pretty let everybody else do all the work because they'll distract you and then blame you for pictures that are missing later down the road yes thanks We'll just gonna put that out there. But shout out to everybody that was a part of the pictures. Um, I'm sure I know Fitz gonna do amazing things with these pictures once we get them back. Hopefully, we'll be able to share some of them with you guys on our social media soon. Um, but yeah, so after pictures, we're supposed to do our interests. And again, I take ownership of this because this was my one, this was one of my uh snafus or faux pas. Uh future couples who are getting married. I know you probably know this, and we're like, why is it go to so long? Uh, they wanted time for the songs that we wanted for our first dance. Um, yeah. yeah, so I did the times, but I wanted to do like four songs. I didn't realize we would just be dancing by ourselves for the majority of those four songs. Yeah. So mind you, we're dancing there for maybe like two, three minutes. I'm like, yeah, I probably could have condensed that down some, but there's like certain parts of the song that I wanted to play. But um, shout out to You Are My High by Gap Band. I think, yes. I want to say Gap Band. Um, DJ Snake. We had um, Stevie Wonder. All I think about is you. And our favorite song, our favorite song that we liked ever since we knew we were going to be serious was by Leon Thomas called Favorite. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. Run those numbers up. He is a phenomenal um, artist. Did a lot of music for a lot of different artists as well as was on um, Insecure, on a couple of TV shows for Nickelodeon. He is a phenomenal artist. <sighs> After all that, 
I think we had the reception. Boy. Yes, yes, Queen C. Uh, uh, before we get to the reception, I, I just would like to let you know that um, yeah, our, uh, our frat brothers disappeared into the crowd when they weren't supposed to before the walk, and uh, shout out to the to the wedding coordinator because she would have wrangled them like like a teacher with a bad kid just grabbed him by the ear and drug him back <laughs> so we could I line already, up. You ain't even got to text me. I already know. I know exactly. You who. you know it's it's our frat. I and, know it. I, I knew and the it fact when I saw the two she brought back, I said it would be you. I about to say, I already know that man's a dancing machine. I already know. But um, yeah, so we have had the food, everybody's having a good time. Um, future couples, I know people say this all the time. Do have have a block. You need a, you need an office of line in front of you while you try to eat. Or honestly, you need an escort. I need a handler. I'm we sure need. We supposed to, that was the goal. We're supposed we to have a handler. Was for real, for real. Get your plate. Stop by the table. Snap a picture. That's what it should have been. Yeah, I think it was just a end up being a logistic thing. Whatever you do, figure out a game plan for how you want to do pictures after the first dance and all that stuff, and during the reception because people will walk up to you, dog. I'm mid bite. People want to take pictures. I'm like, I love you. We gotta eat. Our friends, make sure I got to eat. I got fussed at because I had to go get the culture scientist so that she could eat. I love her to death, but she's going to get me fussed at by one more person. There's going to be some furniture moving. But that's beside the point. <laughs> um, Honestly, from there, the night continued on. We had phenomenal time. Um, We got to do a really cool thing. had acknowledge some of the couples who have been together for quite some time. Um, shout out to Mama X. I am so happy we got to have that mother son dance and shout out to culture scientists and her father for the father daughter dance. Oh, just phenomenal. It, it, I've seen so many great pictures from it. And then to the ignorance, uh, for the garter and the bouquet. Your mother's face was the greatest. I have to find that. So, yes, listeners, um, there is video. It better not see the light of day. It better not, I promise you. I will put top men on it. Don't suck your teeth all you want to. You're going to suck them back in your mouth. Um, okay, so I'll just put the video I have of it in, in my hidden folder on my phone. Well, hey, I'm about to say, you better put in, hey, y'all put, hey better not, I promise you, I'm a doxit. But all the same, listeners, basically what ended up happening was, obviously I went to go do take the garter, garter belt off of my now wife. And um, let's just say, uh, I... Legs were raised, things were moved, teeth were used. It's not bad. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, we grown, right? I just remember telling somebody, do not let my mother see this. Well, she started to see the beginning, and then trust me, there is a video of her uh, face that looks appalled and it's captured, and it is the funniest. I just remember, I forget. Yeah, I, think, I was standing see, I right think beside you her. Have one shot. You have one shot of me from one side. Someone I am literally standing beside your mom. Oh, okay. I, I just knew in my mind, I was just like, Mama X, I don't need you to see me this way. You clearly think, I think you forgot that your mother was there. <laughs> Listeners, you understand. At that time, I was about maybe a, my, a bottle's worth of tequila in my system at that point. So if I did it, it happened. Yes, Queen C. I was going to say I was actually standing beside your mom during that moment. So I didn't have the angle on her face. I did, however, 
have the angle on the culture scientist parents' face. Oh yeah, <laughs> my mom's face. Mom and dad. Oh, what did they say? I didn't see that one. I will send you the video. Oh my goodness, yeah, because I think I remember because I think your dad had his camera had his phone I out. See a picture of my dad like this. <laughs> Full on, buddy. I'm like, um, I I don't know if I should feel comfortable anymore. I need an adult. <laughs> now, the person who has a lot of pictures is my daddy. So, why haven't we received pictures? You know he hoards some things. Sure We're going to get them two years later. Um, But yeah, after that, Mr. Smith, um, uh, cue the sports and the music. Um, we have the uh, bouquet toss where we're coming to you live from a reenactment. Um, Coach of Scientists was going up to the balcony to throw the bouquet. Uh -huh. Everybody was like, oh, the single ladies come to the dance floor. <laughs> um, listeners, I need you to understand there is a prospect coming out of Richmond, uh, Virginia. She's all of 5'11". Um, we won't say wait because that's rude. Uh, she um, is built like running back coming to Notre Dame. Uh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and the most respectful way possible. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Too much? Too much? Yes, Mr. Smith. One, five, one, not five, eleven. You're making it look like a goddamn giant. Two, running back, though? Dang. Could she at least be a star cornerback slash wide receiver like Travis Hunter? Hey, hey. I mean, maybe. Yeah. All the same. You get it. Getting back to my sports center. All right. Um, we can come to you live from a reenactment. Um, John Madden, pull up my screen right here. I circle here. You see the star, five-star athlete posted up right here. You know, it's a lot. Very kind of hanging in the weeds, not doing too much. Good all the other prospects getting ready to jump. The coach of scientists gets ready. She takes off. She throws the bouquet. Now, listeners, I'll pause it right here on the playback to let you know that the bouquet is about to bounce off of two people. It's going to go to the left, or at least a left in my view. And it's going to land with a certain person. When I tell you, listeners, if I was a, still a basketball coach, I would use this film to show what is the epitome of a perfect box out pose to get a rebound. Mr. Smith, take it away. So, listeners, I came in at the tail end of this. I came in as the bouquet is being thrown. So, like, when I walked to where our friends were, um, the bouquet is midair. And I see Queen C cutting the corner, and these two ladies are jumping up for the Stop bouquet. lying on me. I did not move. That's what I'm saying. You were, like I'm saying, you were right. You boxed you out. You had your arms out wide. You boxed out. You put <laughs> your body move. on body. Okay. Okay. We're not doing like Brother A. I'm going to tell the truth. Queen C was just sitting there, chilling, right? So at first, she was like, all right, I'm going to watch him do whatever. When that bouquet bounced off them two ladies' hands, and Queen C looked up and said, oh, that's a good this. Listeners, there are a lot of good receivers who have hands. I ain't never seen somebody in the same motion catch the bouquet with her left and almost stiff arm a bitch with her right. I was weak. And I mean, listeners, that was about the meanest shifting I've ever seen in my life. And I mean, her face sold it. And she has video I of it. I we, we lie in that lying. you caught it with one hand and stepped off with the other. I'm gonna say, Mr. Smith, do we are we going to post this on our post about the episode? Listen, yes, hey, you can. Okay, so 
from my perspective. Okay. What had happened was, again, most of the women in the center were going to rush towards the bouquet, trying to catch it. That's why I was off to the corner. I was not going to run for it. And when it rolled off Coach's fingers, fingertips and literally rolled towards me, I was like, oh, shit, I have to catch it. I don't want it to hit the floor. So I caught it and realized I felt a wave of women rushing towards me, which is why I did the stiff arm so that I would not get bowled over. Again, I am five one and a half. And, and tell to, whatever, tell whatever fair, story that you want. To be um, fair, um, Garrett's hey, rules would be proud. I was getting ready to give you a, a, a somewhat of a compliment, brother. Actually, to your point, I am basically built like the female version of a running back. So like, but thank you. Thank you, Queen C. Mr. Smith, I appreciate when people give me my kudos for my accurate descriptions. Wow. All I'm, all I'm going to say is the facial expression at the end of that video was priceless because it was like, I do this. I do this. I run <laughs> I, the ladder drills. I built different. I with, with, um, um, Shout out to uh, Filet. I just want you to know that I Lit. <laughs> uh, she is her. She is Hermione. She is her oh. She is Aretha Franklin. Queen her. Bruh. Thank you. Yes. But weak. Before we move on, real quick, shout out to our sister, Sweet Savage, because I handed her my phone to do the bouquet toss. And she had the foresight to say, Hey, Queen C put it on video mode. I want to record it. So she recorded it on my phone. I have all the videos. Still one of the meanest arms. Still one of the Oh, man. Hilarious. So last couple of things from the wedding before we wrap this part up, before we give our last bit of advice. Um, there was a yearly sighting of Brother X strolling. Listen, if you don't know, this is a very rare occurrence. It's like a full moon. Well, not full moon, because that happens fairly often. But um, just know, Brother X was strolling. There is video of it. And yes, listeners, every part of his body hurt afterwards. All the check engine lights um turned on. They were all red. Listeners, there is a video, because back that ass came on. And it was me again. I have all the videos. I was going to get, I was getting hyped. I was, I, I was feeling the sauce. I'm, I'm in it. I'm ready to go. I jumped twice, do two thigh slaps while I'm jumping in the air. After I did that, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I done fucked up. But I'm already here, so I got to do it. So I'm strolling. I'm doing a fairly decent job for someone who doesn't normally stroll. Listeners, when I kid you not, in the video, there is a point where I get to the end of the dance floor. And my foot hits the little edge where the dance floor starts to go into the concrete. And you see my face. I'm like, oh, shit. I had to center myself without falling. Because if I fall, the party's done. We end up in the ER. We had Duke Hospital. The night of my wedding. Can't have that. Then I'm going to get cussed out by the coach of science. It's like, why did you do that? I I, I, I wasn't destroyed. I, I sorry. <laughs> Swag Surf was beautiful. Swag Surf was beautiful. We um had everybody in there. A lot of HBCU love. Shout out to our DJ, Black Assassin. Like we said last episode, he was uh, skating like K.K. Psy. 
just phenomenal. Just great time. Had all of our HBCU pitchers that I I just I think needs to be a staple of any HBCU couple. You have to do HBCU pitcher at your wedding because I promise you it gives you so many memories. And looking back at some of the videos and highlights of people's faces, oh man, it it, it really is like a time capsule of your experiences up until that point. So the night starts to come to an end. At one point, I'm helping break down some stuff on the other side while the coach of scientists is dancing, having a good time, which is, I think she would say that's fairly accurate of our relationship. Yeah. Like she said last episode, she was like group dancing while there's stuff going on in the background, which I wanted her to because I wanted her to enjoy the evening just like I enjoyed the evening. And yes, listeners, yes, I was helping out at the end of the wedding, but I did have a phenomenal time. Um, I guess um, before we give... All right, Vice, Mr. Smith, Quincy, do you have any other final takeaways from the wedding? Um, Again, I was a blur. <laughs> I was either in or I was out. I caught it. I came in on the HBCU pictures and Slack Surf. Felt great. Again, and I will always give her her kudos because that is my that is my, my rock. Shout out to Teacher Bay for as soon as she saw me walking with y'all for the first dance. I'm sitting there and everybody's watching. She came around, literally tapped me on the shoulder and was just like, I think you're going to need this. And when I tell you she handed me a Cadillac margarita, I was like, this is what true love feels like. She handed me a margarita. She knows what I need. <laughs> yeah. And she, she ain't say nothing. She just was like, here you go. You're going to need this. Let me know if you need anything else. I'm like, I don't even have to ask for it. This is, this is, I like these things. Um, and the only the only issue I had, and I'm and, and I'm speaking for me, Queen C and some of the others, trying to break down them damn bags to get out them sweets was a hassle. And you know, we we're not gonna talk down like what's done is done, we good, but boy, trying to run back and forth. Woo! Also, ladies, gentlemen, dress shoes, they hurt. Oh yes. <laughs> so so shout out to culture scientists and, and brother X for being like, when we get to the reception, sneaker ball. I'm like, praise Jeebus. <laughs> oh no, had my we, sneakers we... on as soon as we left the ceremony. <laughs> hey, that's a real one. Like I just remember, I'm like, dog. I just know people's feet are gonna be hurting. I had my ankles out. I was like, that's enough. We can't do this no more. I'm light skinned. It's about to get cold. Can't have it. Um, but all in all, man, I think it was phenomenal. Uh, uh, culture scientist, did you have any final thoughts before we give advice to our future to future couples? Um, my final thoughts is, you're. I think it's a beautiful thing if you go home, if you go back to wherever you're staying that night, and you still have guests with you. Um, because it allows you to spend time with people that maybe you were unable to spend time with. Push through the sleepiness, you know? That's what I'm going to say. Because you'll miss out on certain certain things and certain people. And I was extremely happy that we had a festivity the next day, known as the cookout or the chill out, because it was really chill. It was real relaxed. It was able to actually, like, get to spend some time with people. And, you know, people came into town, not just for one day. And although we were still being stretched, it wasn't. It was not like Friday. Right. It was not like the wedding day. Right. <laughs> and I'll take that. Yeah. So I guess, I last piece of advice I think I will leave future couples. Do, do it your way. I know it's a simple thing people hear it said all the time. We've now been to been a part of or been to maybe like maybe like 
six or eight weddings in our time of being together, give or take some numbers. And honestly, just do things your way. If you have a vision, work through it, execute it, but be flexible, but still have the ultimate goal in mind as you're doing it. And you're not crazy. You're not crazy. Most of the time, you are not asking for too much. Probably 99% of the time, you're not asking for too much because if the shoe was on the other foot, they wouldn't even think about wondering if they're asking for too much. Be considerate of people's time. Communicate effectively. I know my preferred way is communicate. If you got a group chat, group me, something of the sort, use that as a great resource. Um, get you a wedding planner that's reasonable in your budget or at least bare minimum day of corner that you work with um, as well as wedding websites. Find one that you can navigate and use. One of the biggest reasons why I used Zola was the fact that I had an app that I could edit and use on my phone. So I had information readily available and ultimately embrace the moment. Have people, I think someone who, I think this shout out to, um, uh, Peanut's uh, wife, she shared something that make sure that you have people there uh, that you plan on having with you the rest of your life. And that is a great way to look at how do I decide who to have there and who not to have there. If you have the means and the funds and the time, have like we did where we had a secondary event. But ultimately, don't feel bad if you have to limit your numbers because as a lot of people told us, there is a life after the wedding and you want to be able to start yourself in the best position possible. So keep that in mind. Um, Unless the coach of scientists has anything else to say, I think that's going to put us... Oh, Mr. Smith. No, I just wanted to give one thing for any future groomsmen out there. Groomsmen, bridesmaids, best men, maid of honor, matron of honor, whatever you want to call yourself. Whatever the vision that the bride and groom want to have, understand it, listen to it, execute it. And if you are a groomsman, understand that you are on these folks' time. They picked you for a specific reason because they want to share this moment with you and you are important in their lives. So just as they're, they're, uh, they're looking at you as, hey, you are important enough for this piece, you should also feel the same respect given back and say, well, if you feel I'm important, then I'm going to show up on time or I'm going to show up early or what do you need help with? That is the role that you have to play. Do not go into this, not saying anybody did, just because of my experience. Do not go into the saying, oh, I'm going to just show up whenever I want. And I'm going to just get dressed, whatever. No, like they picked you because as Brother X and Culture Scientist said, you are the offensive line. When they need to eat, you need to be there. When they need to, you know, get away from some folks, you need to be there. Be there, be present, and be ready to help serve so that the respect and that, uh, I guess, Favor, if you want to call it that. I don't know the good word for it, but can be returned greatly when it's your turn. In other words, treat others the way you like to be treated. Amen and amen. All right, Queen C, bring us home. Uh, won't rehash anything Mr. Smith said because he said it beautifully. Um, I will also add that um, 
if you are asked to be a part of a wedding party, please understand it is a financial commitment. Make yep. sure you have if if you know you struggle with saving or you know struggle financially, make sure you start saving, especially if you know the date is a little further out and you have the time to do so. Also, if you are not able to financially contribute outside of getting your things for the wedding, please, for the love of God, just be their peace for the bride and the groom. If you can contribute nothing else to them, contribute peace. Amen. Thank you very much for that. I think that is a very good spot to leave it on. I think that advice will be our also be our transparent moment for the episode. Um we're going to go ahead and close out this episode um, before I give all of our socials. Thank you, Mrs. Smith. Thank you, Queen C. Thank you to everybody in our bridal party, everybody who was able to be a part of our very special weekend um, and all those things. We truly appreciate it. I promise you it is not lost on us. We are working on trying to get thank you notes or some type of recognition out to everyone who was able to attend slash able to contribute to sewing into our future and our starting off, all those things. Um just give us some time, man. Uh, treat it like the tax refunds. It, it's going to come when it's coming. Um, but in all seriousness, man, you can always hit us up on our social media at the TNT Pod one two three on Twitter, Truth and Transparency Pod on Instagram, Truth and Transparency Pod on TikTok, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on Facebook, and the Truth and Transparency Podcast on YouTube. And if you ever have thoughts, opinions, questions about what we did for our wedding or where we found some of our resources, you can always email us at Truth and Transparency Pod 123 at gmail.com for the coach of scientists, for Mr. Smith, Queen C, all of our lovers and supporters and friends and family, for myself. If this podcast gets no bigger than what it is right now, we are forever grateful. They are forever grateful. And the immortal words of my father, eat the elephant one bite at a time. Peace. Peace. I, I choose you, girl. <laughs> So I typed a text to a girl I used to see Saying that I chose this cutie pie with whom I want to be And I apologize if this message gets you down Then I cc'd every girl that I'd cc round town And hate to see y'all frown but I'd rather see her smiling Wetness all around me true But I'm no island, peninsula maybe Makes no sense, I know crazy Give up all this that's in my lap No looking back, spaceships don't come equipped with rear view mirrors. They dip as quick as they can. The atmosphere is now ripped. I'm so like a pip. I'm glad it's night. So the light from the sun would not burn me on my bum. When I shoot the moon, high jump the broom. Like a preemie out the womb. My partner yelling too soon. Don't do it. Reconsider. Read some litter. Sure on the subject. You sure? You know we got your back like chiropractic. If that do you dirty, we'll wipe her out as in detergent now hurry hurry go on to the altar i know you ain't a pimp but pimp remember what i taught you keep your heart three stacks keep your heart hey keep your heart three stacks keep your heart man these girls are smart three stacks these girls are smart play your part play your part